Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Alicia. I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast where we discuss queer women films for, by, queer women. Yep. With queer women in the storylines. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, specifically, usually lesbians. Yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and today we are talking about the Nowhere Inn. Yes. Yes. A twenty twenty one movie. Twenty twenty. Like pandemic times. Pand- oh, definitely a pandemic. It was movie. released in the pandemic. <laughs> It is on Hulu currently, and it is also known colloquially as that St. Vincent movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love St. Vincent's music. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about <laughs> the, as a person. Yeah. Andy Clark. <laughs> yeah, Andy Clark really yeah. is as a human being. And um, you don't find out from this movie <laughs> <laughs> no or maybe no, no. do in the in a strange way <laughs> yeah um yeah I feel like I do know her a lot more now um knowing that she would make a movie like this yeah yeah that's you know? true that that's she true. wrote a movie like this not even yeah. would just like be in it but um yeah so basically it's a um mockumentary style mm-hmm documentary mockument whatever i just said that but um, (laughs) one of the summaries is two creative forces band together to make a documentary about saint vincent's music and life however they soon discover unpredictable forces lurking within subject and filmmaker that threatens to derail their friendship and the project that's a good synopsis um it doesn't really tell you up front how fucking weird this movie is it is so bizarre. <laughs> also the the second creative force that was referenced in that synopsis is carrie brownstein of slater kinney and portlandia fame mm-hmm. and other things but those i think are her biggest projects mm-hmm. um and i actually have almost never listened to St. Vincent. I think I've heard like a few songs of hers. I always confuse her with King Princess, which is a different thing. (laughs) Saint King, I don't know, whatever. Yes, no, I could totally understand that. Yeah. The internal rhyming sounds so Yeah, there's just like something that, yeah. It's sound. (laughs) Princess Vincent. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. Um, So I didn't go into this movie knowing very much about St. Vincent other than like she exists and she makes Mm. music and I did know her name was Annie Clark and I did know that she had had a relationship with Kristen Stewart at one point because every queer celebrity young lady has had one apparently (laughs) I I remember reading a few years ago oh I think it was actually right before um that Christmas movie um oh yeah what was that Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart? Oh my oh, God, I'm blanking on it. What? Oh, fudge. Happy we did season. Happy Happiest season, yeah. Um, when right before Happy Season came out, Autostraddle did like a timeline of Kristen Stewart's like relationships. It was like <laughs> so. It was just like so vapid. <laughs> but I read 
the whole thing. And I was blown away. It was very long. Like, it was just so long. This <laughs> webpage of like Kristen Stewart's relationships. Um, and St. Vincent was one of them. So I knew that going into it. And I do like Carrie Brownstein. I think she is interesting, funny, cool. Yeah. Yeah, for oh. sure. I don't know, you know, too much about these like people individually mm-hmm. um, for who they are. Neither um, do I. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard because in this film, they play themselves. Yeah. So I think like having to distinguish between them is really difficult because mm-hmm. um, St. Vincent plays St. Vincent and Carrie Brownstein plays Carrie Brownstein. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at least for Carrie Brownstein, like, I don't know if like her dad in the film is actually her dad or yeah, anything like that, or if he's, you know, actually sick or anything like that. And they don't really talk about Carrie's like musical career. Yeah, that's true. So I think there are some like, you know, obviously differences. These aren't the actual people. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, um, what's it called? I don't even know. It'd be like a revengeful film to like yeah. expose your friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah, crazy. but they're just like really exposing each other. But mostly, so the premise of the film is that St. Vincent and Carrie Brownstein are really close friends. I don't know if that's true in real life. I'm assuming yes. They are good friends. Yeah. Okay. They, they both wrote this film together. Okay. Um, so they're good friends in the movie and in real life, apparently. Um, and they're going to make a documentary about St. Vincent's like tour that she's going on. And it's supposed to be kind of like a tell all or like behind the scenes tour thing. Carrie Brownstein's character, Carrie Brownstein, really, <laughs> really wants it to be like, um, like a tell all kind of thing. And is very quickly like very bored with mm-hmm. all the behind the scenes footage that she's getting which is basically like saint vincent just like lying down in the tour bus or like playing a game on her phone or something yeah or just, like, like playing phone. scrabble with her yeah teams. like nothing salacious nothing like super interesting that isn't just sort of mundane everyday stuff and she carrie brownstein tries to ask like prodding questions and St. Vincent is just like doesn't really have good answers so that's like the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. Carrie Brownstein's character is just like trying to figure out some kind of interesting hook for the movie what this documentary is going to be exactly and like in the beginning they kind of have this conversation like it's just gonna be like Carrie's like it's just gonna be like a normally no pressure kind of thing we're just trying to get the what life is like on the road and then she realizes that life on the road is really boring yeah Um, yeah and then she starts like making suggestions like let's have a dance party and like yeah that and annie clark is like no yeah (laughs) um and it's yeah it's interesting so basically i would say the whole film is like that's the catalyst mm-hmm. I feel like and then St. Vincent really takes that to heart and like changes her whole identity really yeah 
Um, so it becomes something that Carrie wishes she never. <laughs> said. Yeah. <laughs> Wish, she wishes she'd never set it in motion, but it becomes increasingly strange and surreal. Like the more the movie goes on. And to be honest, I sort of checked out like probably less than halfway through this movie. I was like, mm, I don't care. <laughs> there were some parts where I feel like I could have just like skipped through because it was yeah. more like. It was more like trippy, I guess. Yeah, it's a little trippy. Um, it's kind of a, I don't know if it's supposed to be a commentary on like fame or there are some scenes where St. Vincent is performing and I actually liked those. Like, oh yeah, for sure. The concert movie type of scene, but there were very few of them, only like two, I think. Um, and the rest was, her just kind of like morphing from this very plain like well I don't know plain just kind of like normal person who yeah. doesn't have anything like super interesting to make a documentary about other than the fact that she is St. Vincent <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but um then she becomes like she starts out really nice she has this whole conversation with someone who's interviewing her they're like in some art exhibit or something and that person like that scene was that's where I was like I'm not yeah that was so cringy so yeah so Carrie ends up telling Annie to stop being so nice because this woman asks her to basically call like the interviewer's girlfriend and tell the girlfriend that the person that who is interviewing her is a really nice person Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't break up with her yeah and it was like so bizarre yeah I would say that's also like one of the first like flagged moments where I was like oh my god this is so weird like in a a good way like for me I, I I did enjoy it but it was just one of those like this is so absolutely bizarre and out there like I don't think this would ever happen in real life yeah well I don't know it's but it's so yeah it's one of those things like yeah surreal where it it like treads really close to real life and like could potentially happen but is like I don't know just like a hope that it won't (laughs) yeah like I had so many questions in my head not necessarily like what just happened but more like I'm not sure of their intention of this but I think that is the point is for me to ask that question yeah so I just tried to like let it be (laughs) yeah yeah I did too and then St. Vincent or sorry Annie or whatever you know I'll just call her Annie in the beginning yeah she's Annie right in the beginning she's Annie she's Annie throughout sort of but so the movie opens with her being driven in a limo through the desert and the limo driver is like, who are you? I have no idea who you are, basically. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then he call, he's like, I'm going to call my son. He knows all the, he knows everything about music and celebrities. And the son was like, oh, wait, who are you? I don't know. Like on the phone. <laughs> and then like he so pulls over and gets out of the car. And Annie is just in the back, like, okay. And then she gets out. And the driver's side door is open and he's just like nowhere. And it's just desert everywhere. And she doesn't see him anywhere. So that's like the beginning of the movie. And then it like 
comes back to that at the end. Um, after you've been through this really crazy journey, that just like <laughs> is increasingly weird. And I think you have to be, if you go into it knowing that it's going to be absurd and surreal and just like not make any sense, then you will like be prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. I, I like heard that it was weird. Yeah. I heard that too. But I was not prepared for how strange it really was like you will definitely have questions that will probably never be answered yeah um and I I thought that was like really honestly like artfully done because I feel like there are so many different ways in which like there could be so many truths mm-hmm. like true paths in this movie that's a good point like, which I really did like mm-hmm. well actually okay so did you stay until after the credits no was there something after the credits <laughs> there was oh what was, was it shooketh. okay okay <laughs> so just before the last minute there's a shot where annie is looking from for approval from carrie the director mm-hmm. and it's that last scene where saint vincent moves from the limo which is in a studio at this point not in a desert and okay. she walks over to the director's cam- the director's chair and she sits down in front of the camera where no one is behind it. Mm-hmm. And then she says something. And but so it's that scene, but then Carrie is behind the camera and she's like, Yeah, you got it. So it's like it oh. was, was it a trick all along? Who knows? How very meta. It's it was too meta. This too meta. Like, three levels of meta in it use <laughs> me to no end uh wow well that's that i guess that's the real meta movie so a plot line with carrie and her dad her dad is sick carrie is like basically stuck on this project and wants to go see him but he's like very proud of her or whatever and he just like leaves her voice messages and they talk on the phone but then in the end it's like her dad's not her dad I don't know. Oh yeah, shoot, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. yeah. So there's like there's it's a real mind fuck, y'all. It is, yeah. Um, because like is it all fake or was it was some of it planned? Like basically was it all planned and staged in one way or another? I don't know how to explain it. Like yeah. did St. Vincent Planet or did Carrie Brownstein Planet? Mm-hmm. The characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, Well, I think the only answer we know is that the real people did plan it. Yes, we know for we know for sure that the real Saint Vincent and the real Carrie Brownstein, not their characters, Mm -hmm. came up with all of this. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I do remember the early coverage I was seeing of it, like before it was out, um, mm -hmm. was people kind of getting into a tizzy about. Dakota Johnson and how she was playing basically a stand-in for Kristen Stewart it was like an open secret that her character was Kristen Stewart basically yeah I was a little confused by that because I heard that as well but I didn't quite see any like similarity yeah I think it was just like oh she had this like kind of weird relationship for a minute and I don't know if 
I think maybe people were like, oh, I wonder if they really did like try to make a sex tape or something, which is what they were doing in the, yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Um, I truly couldn't care less, honestly. Yeah, the I think it was more like probably Kristen Stewart was like, no, I don't really want to do that. So then they did, you know, bring in Dakota Johnson and, you know, create a Dakota character. Yeah, yeah. That like, you know, because what happens is Dakota kind of, the character of Dakota, like goes into this spiral and kind of gets sucked in to Annie becoming St. Vincent all the time. I would say like in the beginning, you know, she says, we're not so different, um, her and me, meaning like Annie and St. Vincent. But then as the movie progresses, she's just St. Vincent. Like she doesn't want to hear the name Annie. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then Dakota's like all about it until she's yeah. not in a, right. in a sense. And then there's a scene where like Annie acts like she's going to propose to her, but oh, she's God. like, I think that we should break up in two weeks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, um, what? <laughs> and she's like, I need it for my artistic process. It's yeah. Like music. But not right now, like in two weeks. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. no, we're going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that I thought was really strange, and you can tell that, like, when the St. Vincent character is like becoming the only character and Annie is slipping away mm. is when there's that fan and oh yeah the, the fan tells like a really tragic story to St. Vincent yeah um, about what her music means to her it had something to do with her boyfriend who died yeah car accident and yeah exactly and then Annie starts crying and the fan starts consoling Annie like Annie's Mm -hmm. like or I guess St. Vincent St. Vincent's devastated Mm -hmm. and it's like so bizarre to watch because like this fan is like seemingly like in awe that she gets to like touch and be here and like console her but also kind of like wait I'm the one who said the the weird story shouldn't I be consoled yeah right now yeah so it's just like weird like why why am I in this situation right now but I'm happy I'm in it yeah <laughs> so true very like I feel like cringe is a good word oh my God. I was cringing watching this whole movie I was like oh oh <laughs> yeah I did everything about this is weird and awkward yeah I didn't know how much I was like what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah um because this whole time I'm like is this like a psychological like gotcha situation I don't know yeah I don't know either one of the things I thought was really strange is um when it's like the I would say one of the last like steps I feel like this it kept like building and building mm-hmm. and I was like when is it gonna peak I don't know when it's gonna peak um and I would say when it peaked is probably when everyone comes out at the end and they're all dressed like St. Vincent 
Yeah. That that was a I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. <laughs> um and it's right before or right after Carrie brings um St. Vincent to the state penitentiary to see your dad. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like, elicit, <laughs> elicit something real. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, these are like, blindfolded, by the way. What'd you say? He was blindfolded. St. Vincent oh, was blindfolded in the van. Like it was implied that she had consensually put the blindfold on, like, but then when she took it off, she was like, uh no. Where are we? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I wonder if her dad was in prison in real life. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wasn't able to look that up. Yeah. Um I guess it's not really any of our business. <laughs> no, but it is curious. As someone yeah. who has had a parent in, in jail before, I'm like, ooh, that's cool-ish. I don't know, shared trauma. What? Yeah. <laughs> Bonding. Um, but yeah, as you were saying with the with the limo scene at the end and how it kind of like loops to the beginning, she says or St. Vincent says, are you sure it's me you can no longer find? And well, actually, I'm not sure if it was Carrie or St. Vincent that said that because Carrie is also dressed as St. Vincent. So I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it brings us Who back to the beginning, find? essentially. Where we find? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it brings us back to the beginning, essentially, when the limo, or she steps out of the limo and the driver's gone. Mm. Um, but then yeah it goes to a green screen that's on a set instead of in the actual desert yeah and then she like walks to the director's chair for an interview and we see that maybe she's been the director the whole time but then after the credits you get that other little bit so it's just like very confusing yeah and there's no answer <laughs> um I did read a review in Pitchfork yes. that has this quote um where it says Clark and Brownstein gesture at questions of authenticity and the identity crises of rock stardom without fully committing to them. It makes you wonder who this movie is really for devout fans who will watch Clark, no matter what Mm -hmm. film nerds looking to scratch a surreal Lynchian itch Portlandia nostalgists, or did Clark and Brownstein just make it for themselves? And I was like, yeah, I feel that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I like that little distillation because I feel like that's sort of how I felt at the end of this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've been a thousand percent agree with that. And yeah, super Lynchian. Yeah. Um, and I'm not myself a fan of David Lynch. Um, I'm also not really a fan of surrealist stuff usually, mm-hmm. always, but I don't know. I think also right now, like my bandwidth like all of our bandwidths is just like so short that <laughs> I just like all I want in my life is straightforward things that are like not that difficult <laughs> you know what I mean like, you're making me question on my free time yeah. <laughs> I have to think about this and I don't want to <laughs> you're making me angry <laughs> yeah Baby Alicia Tyone. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Tyone. Baby Tyone. But with that said, like, I did 
<laughs> with all that said, I did like how bizarre it was. Um, but honestly, if it was like a two guys in this, I probably would say something totally different. I'd be like, yeah. that movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> If it was two guys, I would not have actually watched the whole thing. Oh, no. I would have been like, oh. this is white I boy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is some white boy stuff. <laughs> Don't want. But um, I, do, things- I mean, I do like watching um, these two people. Yeah. I thought they're, they're very magnetic and I don't know. Absolutely. That, that was something I had going for. <laughs> yeah, I think the the big question, yeah, it's just kind of like, what what was the point? Who is it made for? Yeah. I think, yeah, those are the big, like, looming questions. Um, I also love that Pitchfork article. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to quote another piece of that. Yes. Um, so it, it reads, in its self-aware sense of humor, the statement could double as a thesis for the nowhere in. A mockumentary starring Clark and her real-life friend and collaborator, Carrie Brownstein, who also co-wrote the film together as, a f- as funhouse mirror versions of themselves. The storyline, Clark hires Brownstein to direct a behind-the-scenes documentary on her tour in support of 2017's Mass Education, and their working relationship eventually descends into chaos, functions as scaffolding for the duo's naughty ideas about the rock star artifice. In the wake of dry by the numbers pop star docs from Billy, Taylor, Bieber, Ariana, and so many more, the Nowhere In theoretically offers a deconstruction of the form, adding comedy and strangeness in an effort to avoid the genre's inherent navel gazing. Mm -hmm. And yet, the movie's circular self consciousness can make it just as exhausting and fruitless. It's a vanity project. About a vanity project, uh-huh. and vanity projects are put under a magnifying glass. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the person who wrote this article did a really good job. We'll link to it. I think their name is Eric Torres. Yeah. Yes. Excellently written. Yeah. Thought out. It's true. Like, <laughs> I have not seen all of those documentaries. I've seen the Billie Eilish one on Apple TV which was like extremely long and mm-hmm. yeah like very I feel like a lot of those music documentaries are very sanitized and to an extent it's like that's fine like this is this person's life and they can share what they want and not what they don't want and like you know people are gonna watch it they have huge <laughs> fan bases so like do what you want with it mm-hmm. um but and this one is definitely more like deconstructed weird um different it's definitely different a different formula from those other ones but yeah I don't think that inherently makes it better kind of like they said yeah I agree it's kind of like you know we're you know they're trying to be edgy in writing this Mm -hmm. but in the same you know I'm trying to poke fun at these but at the same time it's like just a vanity piece of how like quirky someone is yeah is that any better (laughs) I don't know um I mean I still like Carrie Brownstein and St. Vincent same it's Um, not like this movie made me not like them yeah yeah so just kind of like eh 
Yeah. I feel pretty good about it too. Um, I, I won't be watching it again. No. I would recommend okay. it if you do like David Lynch stuff and you're yeah. like or if you're a big fan of either one of these people. Yeah. I um, think it is worthwhile just because it's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> For me in a good way. Am I high? I know. I was like, did it make me take drugs? Yeah. <laughs> I think I am high now. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I would recommend it again if you like David Lynch mm-hmm. or either of these people, IRL, yeah, um, or their artistic pursuits. But or if you're just in the mood for something extra weird, yeah. And TBH, that's a code in Saint Vincent scene where they're in their lingerie was honestly like really hot. <laughs> that's true. It was pretty hot. Like I need to. I'll give you that. Down, but it was sexy. <laughs> yeah but it's super awkward it's so it's awkward so that awkward. like yeah I think like that took me out of it the <laughs> level of awkward where I was like this is hot but also it's not because it's so awkward it's not. yeah she's like Dakota's like last night was magical <laughs> and you're like okay it were okay I feel like the perfect um the perfect pop culture like distillation of what it means to um have something be sexy and not sexy is like in the I think it was the third season of Shrill did you watch Shrill on Hulu I haven't yet no there's a scene where so there's a character named Fran and she has a partner named M and they are they decide to make a sex tape because they're like we are like the hottest people in the world (laughs) you should make a sex tape and like watch it back just for us and like it would be amazing and they do it and it's so funny it's just so funny because like while they're doing it Fran is just kind of like like smiling at the camera and like (laughs) and then like when they watch it back they're both just so horrified (laughs) like why did I do that like why did I make eye contact with myself yeah (laughs) my future self also like I think generally sex isn't sexy unless you're doing it like if you're watching it I know porn is like a thing or whatever but like I just feel like it's not that sexy to like see from the outside a lot of times no I can understand that yeah Yeah. I think yeah porn definitely has its like uh I guess you know people flock to it yeah Um, and I think there can its reasons but Yeah, I, I can agree with you. I have never just like I, ordinary people having sex and like not an artistic way in a movie or whatever, like just people in real life. I think if you just yeah. film that, it's like that's not like, sexy. Do I want to see the bodies of people? Yeah. I don't know. Engaging yeah. in sex. And I for I sure would never want to watch myself. No, thank you. <laughs> like, wow. Or, yes. I should. Yeah. I think I might get that waxed. I wonder what. Yeah. Like. What if I grow it out? Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not even that. It's just like, I don't know. It's a very personal thing, and I think for most people, it's just. Well, yeah, especially when it's. It's only fun when you're doing it. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like. 
yeah the the feelings part of it right yeah exactly it makes it sexy yeah not this not yes, the that's exactly what I mean <laughs> the meat suit <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> that okay that was the gayest thing I've ever said <laughs> <laughs> congratulations you leveled up I did Good job. I'm I'm almost there <laughs> Where is that? Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> don't stop. That was the nowhere in. <laughs> if you have seen this movie or have thoughts and ideas about it or about anything else you want us to know, please don't send us porn. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> T-H-O-T-S. <laughs> please, yes. Awesome. Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on the list of things we need to put on a t-shirt. Yeah, you can email us at galpalswatch.com. No, no, you can't. At gmail.com. At gmail.com <laughs> slash dummy. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at galpalswatch. And Instagram at instagram.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. At galpalswatch. Yeah. <laughs> you could go to instagram.com and then search gal pals watch slash oh instagram.com slash gal pals watch slash dummy <laughs> anyway oh, thanks for listening i'm gonna take on you and keep it hella gay <laughs>